Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over our over your favorite personality. Truth over Even our ours. favorite personality, too. I, I'm choking on myself here, JC. Take it for a second. You're good. Mm. Just doing a little advertisement for swallow. the Liberty First University mug. That we have here. And all of a sudden it went dry on on like the back corner of my throat. Now everybody's like, ah, Chrisanne's got COVID. Mm-hmm. Chrisanne's got COVID. Look at all our beautiful liberty loving patriots. Robert's in the house from Mississippi. He's the first one in this morning. Colorado is a is a beautiful day in Florida today, too. Uh, Kansas is present. Uh, I only know Kansas is present because I know where Richard's from. Uh, we have, oh, look, there's Karen War Eagle for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just went ahead at her name, War Eagle. <laughs> from Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. We should have J.C. Gator Hall. How's that? Nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You're good? Like Nate said, we're all SEC, so. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Now, this is actually tea time. Uh, Dr. Sean, not drinking coffee today. I'm a I'm a I'm a, s- a stiff latte girl, uh, but today I have some ginger tea and JC's got some English breakfast tea with some cinnamon honey in it. Is it a pretty good there, JC? It's good. It's good. Man, I got a great show for you guys today. We're gonna do some serious teaching and uh, talking at the same time. I'm, I'm loving showing all these videos. I love the citizen journalists that we have out there, JC. It's absolutely the greatest thing. This is freedom of speech, freedom of press at work. <laughs> Good dog says, give me Chris Ann or give me death. <laughs> JC has been working like a madman making t-shirts, people. I don't even have my first t-shirt yet. And JC, where did you put those pictures? JC has been making t-shirts like a crazy madman, and I don't even have my first shirt yet. I wouldn't say, well, I'm just, I'm just training kind of, you know. They're, I'm just, they're I'm just really learning, nice. Man. They're really nice. Learning. Yeah. So the two new, did you just make two new ones today or are those the um, yeah. two that you want to show today? No, I made these two new ones today. So These are pretty awesome. We're still, we're still wanting to get permission to do the one with my quote on it I think maybe I mean you don't technically it's my quote so you don't need permission so you could use the quote and yeah, make a different a, design if right, you wanted, right. No, but, yeah sure sure that's but what go I ahead started and, and show them the the t-shirt there JC this is the Liberty is essential mm-hmm. and in the stripes what is that oh look at that see you know stuff Liberty is essential <laughs> Religious, you know stuff. Religious liberty, peaceful assembly, keep and bear arms. Are you trying to say something there by making it a different color? It's camo, man. It's camo. Uh, Press. Geared up, ready to go. Redress. See, JC, I love how you highlight it. You didn't put petition down there. Mm -hmm. You put redress, due process, and free speech. That is really great. Red stripes. Uh, with the camo on the keeping bare arms, white mm-hmm. stars, white letters on liberty is essential. And then the other one, I just try to make a, a colorful one. So it's the same setup, but the stripes are various colors. Well, it so highlights like the color. words, you know, and it's yeah. it's more colorful. It's like you said, it's more comf- colorful and it's a lot, a lot it would be fun to wear and people will be all about that. Yeah, it'd be yeah, interesting to down, see man. if... Uh, the LGBT members may know, like right? that one too. I don't know. It's, it's kind of rainbow color, you, right? Well, the millennials like the rainbow, so maybe you so bring in the millennials with yeah, that so one. So that's why I wanted to <laughs> make sure I had a, you know, the red, just the red in the camo version. Yeah. I think it turned out pretty well. I do. I like it's it a lot. Sure. I love the Liberty is Essential part of it. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, so there you go. Go, go to godgunsliberty.com. Check them out. I'm going to keep them coming. Godgunsliberty.com. See, people are talking about they love the shirt. Yeah. Just trying to get better, you know, uh, more, how shall we say, graphic 
graphical, graphic design, you know. Supergirl fan says husbands should always make for their wives first, JC. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, That's I'm true. I am I'm excited to be in a uh you know, it's it's crazy. I like to say I'm in a What is this I don't know. Mac doing? is crazy today, dude. Go lay down, Go lay down, Mac. Go lay down. <laughs> He's like, I can't get comfortable, Mom. Just lay down. He's dude. the third co-host. The third co-host is Mac. Everybody say, hey, Mac. He got a new scarf from our friend, uh, Pastor Lois, made him a scarf. And he walks around and prances like... Like he's king of the hill with his new scarf. He loves that scarf on. Who thought the dogs would like to have scarves? But he totally loves his scarf. He's weird. He's a weird dog. He's a Staffordshire Terrier. And I love him. And uh, I'm beginning to love this breed a lot. Staffordshire Terrier. So, uh, Hang All Tyrants is your next t-shirt, Tacey. <laughs> you could use the Founding Fathers, the Sons of Liberty historical graphic. Yeah. And use this that really cool font that you have that looks like somebody painted it with a with a feather or something. You know the old I'm, script. I'm just I'm just really a novice and I'm getting better. I'm learning. Um, so that's 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 the challenge. You know I have a you saw the list. I have a list of two dozen. Um, yeah. You know shirt ideas, themes, sayings, different things like that. But it's it's. Uh, coming up with designs or should it be a design some are just i mean a lot words of shirts you see are just words or mm -hmm. a very simple logo type design in the word um you know so but I, I want them to be quality i'm hope i hope they're gonna get better and better you know what i mean yeah right no doubt so let me ask you in the chat room out there i have two videos to show you today and I want you to I want to ask you if you want to see the good news first or the bad news first. What's your vote, JC? Good news or bad news first? Man, news is news to me. News is news. All right, so Bring it. I'm go not ahead. scared. Yeah, no, I'm not scared either. So this is the Patrick Henry show, okay? And that's why I I, I named the show Patrick Henry Speaks because there's because of the videos that I'm going to be showing you today. And there's, I thought, JC, I'd just go ahead and while the votes are coming in, good news or bad news first, I just thought I'd give us a bit of, of Patrick Henry's speech. Sounds good. Because here's the thing. In his speech, he has, but I, he says, I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided, and that is the lamp of experience. I know no way to judge the future but by the past. And I bet most people know Patrick Henry's speech because of give me liberty or give me death. And I believe that not enough people have actually wanted to go and read the entire speech. Now, we don't. Patrick Henry was a verbose man. And so what you see online, not his whole speech. But it's the portion of the speech that was captured. And what Thomas Jefferson said after the speech that what Patrick Henry was saying had the people so riled with passion that half the time they couldn't hear what he was saying anyway, <laughs> but they didn't actually care, okay, because what he was actually saying. So the the portion of, I, of the speech that I want to... Uh, a read comes actually from let's see the first second is this the one with the descriptions as well or just just the speech there's one that uh who whoever uh whoever captured the speech actually described his mannerisms while he was giving the speech that's interesting no to i see. don't i don't have that but we yeah. we watched uh, a reenactor right do that that followed the motions right so particularly right. when uh, he says, "Give me liberty or give me death." You know, he went, "Give me liberty." Yeah, he has like his—he's on his knees with chains, or, yes. or, or he, he's yeah. holding his hands like and like as shackles, me liberty. and he breaks, and then plunges and then a dagger in his chest. So, <laughs> so not only was he—he's he was a verbose theatrical. man. He was very theatrical. Uh, Alexander Hamilton uh, described uh, Patrick Henry as having an injudicious zeal. <laughs> hmm. All right, he says, 
I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided, and that is the lamp of experience. I know no way of judging the future but by the past. And judging by the past, I wish to know what there has been in the conduct of the British ministry. Now, when I say British ministry, I want you in your mind to sort of replace that with just government. Okay? Just government. I wonder if I should just replace it for him. So he says, by judging in the past, I wish to know what there has been in the conduct of the government for the last 10 years to justify those hopes with which gentlemen have been pleased to solace themselves and the house. Is it that insidious smile with which our petition has been lately received? Trust it not, sir. It will prove a snare to your feet. Suffer not yourselves to be betrayed with a kiss. Ask yourselves how this gracious reception of our petition comports with those warlike preparations which cover our waters and darken our lands. Are fleets and armies necessary to a work of love and reconciliation? Have we shown ourselves so unwilling to be reconciled that force must be called in to win back our love? Let us not deceive ourselves, sir. These are the implements of war and subjugation, the last arguments to which kings resort. I ask, gentlemen, sir, what means this martial array if its purpose be not to force us to submission? Can gentlemen assign any other possible motive for it? Has the government any enemy in this quarter of the world to call for this accumulation of navies and armies? No, sir, she has none. They are meant for us. They can be meant for no other. They are sent over to bind and rivet upon us those chains which the government have been so long forging. Now think about this as I show you this video, this video that is happening, that happened in West Odessa, Texas today because a bar owner refused to comply with with a government shutdown and said, I'm going to open because the government doesn't own my business. So you ready for this, JC? Now remember, this is the sheriff's MRAP that you're seeing who has come to the scene of a business owner who has just simply declared his own business essential and has opened up his business. Short, keep your hands up. Where is it? You with the hat and green shirt, put your hands up, I can't see him. Got two ARs and a pistol because the dude opened his business. Yep. I'm sorry, where is this? West Odessa. Media Texas. Guy, get back! Media man, one shot, get back! Hector County Sheriff. The Hector County Sheriff's SWAT team raiding a peaceful protest at Big Daddy Zane's in West Odessa. Look at him up there. And there's that deputy's got a pistol with a is that like a sight on it or a flashlight or something? Now let me let me do this again. Alright. I'm, I'm gonna leave this just like this for one second. Here we go. Remember the MRAP. Alright, one more second. There's your scene. Are you ready? I ask yourself how this gracious reception of our petition comports with those warlike preparations which cover our waters and darken our land. Our fleets and armies, there you go, JC, thank you. Are fleets and armies necessary to a work of love and reconciliation? These are the implements of war and subjugation, the last arguments to which kings resort. I ask you, sir, what means this martial array if its purpose be not to force us to submission? Can gentlemen assign any other purpose, a possible motive for it? Has the government any enemy in West Odessa, Texas? Can I ask you that again? Does the, en- does the government have any enemy 
in West Odessa, Texas. Can you pause that so I'm not shout over the sound, please? No, sir, she has none. They are meant for us, and they can be meant for no other. They are sent over to bind and rivet upon us those chains which the government has been so long forging. And what have we to oppose them? Shall we try argument? Sir, we've been trying that for the last 10 years. What is this martial array? Where is the enemy in West Odessa, Texas, that requires a sniper on an MRAP, two deputies with ARs, and a sheriff drawn weapons because somebody has opened up a local business in a peaceful protest? How is that even possible in America today? Is that a news guy or is that somebody who's just happened to be there? That's the news. Yeah, so full coverage tonight at KPAJ, KPAJ Fox 24 News and Big 2 News. Hmm. Interesting. I just thought this was perfect. When I when I posted this tweet up here, I actually I actually retweeted it with Patrick Henry's quote. What means this martial array if its purpose be not to force us to submission? What is Big Daddy Zane's? It's a well apparently it's a bar. Uh I see the protesters are geared up. Yeah. Well, they might be trying to protect the business. Possibly. Right? Go ahead and go back to the main thing. So now I want to show you. Can, can we share? Can, so I don't know if you saw this. Somebody said um, this lady was arrested and uh, I guess jailed for seven days for uh, opening her salon. Wow. Uh, that, and so this was just posted. I saw somebody mention this. This was just posted. We want to check this out? Well, it's a 10-minute video. I don't want to scroll through 10 what, minutes uh, of he it says, without but, he saying. But. So Shelly Luther, this is uh, David Boren. So Shelly Luther was sentenced to seven days in jail for for doing what? Opening her salon. Well, there you go. What means this martial array? Mm -hmm. So here that is uh, right there. Shelley Luther sentenced to 70, seven days. In uh, jail. David Bourne YouTube channel. You can check that out. This is the other video that I want to show so that you, we started off with bad, and now I'm going to show you the good, okay? This is, this is something about what we were talking about before. People standing together, right? So the backdrop here is Venice, California. A woman breaches the closed beach barriers. And the cops go to arrest her and watch what happens. We're going to the beach? I love that. She's just like, I got a purpose in my step, right? I got a purpose in my step. If you make a... Remember, most of our people watch on the phone, so... Yeah, but a lot of times they're Go! Now watch, they're trying to arrest her. Get out there! Get out there! Get out there! Civil disobedience! Now here comes everybody. They don't quite know how to do it. Yeah. Now here comes everybody. Little bravery. 
spreading. Yep. Courage go. spreading. <laughs> courage spreading. See, courage spreading. These, just these, these are still one. scared. They're still scared. It just takes one. These boots are gone. The breach has been opened. Come on. <laughs> you can do it. Come on, everybody. You, can you know what? The they couldn't arrest her because everybody came out with her. See, that's, that's how it's supposed to work. We've got to be a people who stand together. Did they have 10,000? No, they didn't have 10,000. But they didn't have to have 10,000. They had just enough to confound those officers who were like wait a minute i thought i was only dealing with one person i wanted to go to the officer at the beach yesterday and say when you went to the academy did you sign up to be a social distancing police officer i mean i i, I seriously i i i want to know what are these officers thinking because they're not they're not they're not protecting and serving jc they're not defending anybody's rights you have those the sheriffs there that are being the uh, the business fee enforcer, the licensing enforcer. I don't know how many how many people join the academy and say, "I'm joining the academy so that I can enforce a license on a business, so I can force a license on a business." Right? That's not what this is all about, and so. I just wanted to start off today's show with those two videos so you, again, I want to show you the good and the bad. I want to show you success. I want to show you how we can be. We learn from these situations. We learn from each other. We didn't have to have 10,000 people at that Venice Beach uh, in, in Venice, California. We didn't have to have 10,000. We had enough. I bet there was probably, what do you think, JC? I don't think there was even 100 people there. Yeah, but well, it was enough to to confound the officers and be like, "Wait a minute! Now we arrest this one lady. What we got all these angry people at us? We're gonna have all these angry people at us, and they're gonna be all over us." And notice how they just let them go. Yeah, and, and I kind of you look at the other one. So obviously, different scenario. The the police weren't rolling up in M wraps and and ARs and, and all that kind of thing. I, I was thinking about, I even thought about this yesterday as you were talking and we we were looking at the one protest and talking about going in force. In, in some situations, of course, you have to know, kind of know your location. In some situations, it's almost better, better to have a huge group of people and no weapons mm -hmm. rather than like in Odessa, it's just you had really just a cup, a handful of guys. Right. You saw, I think, three that I saw there, guys hang, AR hanging over. I mean, they're, they're going to they're gonna roll up on you with more force in that case. And what are you going to do? Like, right. You're not there to shoot it out. That's not your intention in the first place. Right. So what is the point and of that? And you're not going to shoot it out. I no. mean, even if that's not your intention, you're not going to shoot it out. No. So I'm not saying go strapped, uh, but... No, I'm saying that sometimes... When you're talking about organizing a big group protest, it's not always the best idea, you know, to show up like we're going to be three guys with our ARs and we're going to stop this. I, you, you, again, the situation varies, but sometimes you're better with, you know, right. let's gather together, like you saw there, 250 people right. with signs and loud voices and whatever. A lot, sometimes aggression begets aggression so the police see that as they interpret that as well it's the same way when you when you're telling people who are who are just learning to carry and an officer pulls you over you yeah. have a requirement to tell them that there's a gun in the car but don't yell but gun. Don't, don't even say, use the word gun don't even use the word gun you always say officer carrying. i'm carrying i have a license to carry uh so Here's the thing that it's it's about being wise and living to fight another yeah. day. No, sometimes it's appropriate, right? right? Sometimes that's the point, and you want like we we would go to open carry protest, you right. know, because it's right. about it was about that, mm -hmm. uh, you know. So yeah, sometimes it's appropriate, but other in, other times you're better off yeah. not. 
Well, you got Washington like and Idaho where they just show up, you know, everywhere. First off, so, I, I, you know, it's no big deal in Washington, Idaho, and the open carry states, especially in I was going to say capital Jan buildings where they do yeah. all that stuff. And Janet could tell me here. I, I don't think Texas is an open carry state, is it? I don't believe there's open carry in Texas. No, constitution carry. Is there constitutional carry? I don't think so. So just the fact of those guys carrying open weapons, you ought to know how. I mean, that's See. that's gonna. If if that's the case, then if you're not in an open carry state, um, you know, then that's gonna set it off. Now, I understand if you're trying to push for open carry, then, you know, yeah, that's the point. Do it. No, it's not a constitutional yeah, carry. I didn't think so. So, yeah. you know, so, so the just, you just have, have to use wisdom in some of that. So, some of that stuff can be an influence of how those officers react. The states that have constitutional carry are Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, New Hampshire, North Dakota, residents only, uh, concealed carry only, uh, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Vermont, West Virginia, Wyoming, residents only, do not require a permit to carry a loaded concealed firearm for any reason. But that's a little bit different than open carry, but. Yeah, so yeah, I, that probably was an element in what you saw there in Odessa as well. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm it, sure it was Completely over the top yeah. by those officers. No question about it. Texas and of course, generally of course, prohibits. roll that back, you already have the problem, the fact that they have this military equipment and they're militarized. So you already got a You're problem. You're going to show up with an MRAP. Okay, look, show up with a couple police cars. They could have come up with the same. They could have had three ARs and a guy with a pistol with two police cars. Yeah. Right? So then all of a sudden you got to show up with an MRAP. That's why I said, what is this martial array? Who exactly is the, the enemy here? And who are they trying to combat with? Uh, so, Texas generally prohibits open carrying of handguns, whether loaded or unloaded, on or about the person. The open carrying of long guns is generally allowed. So, that would mean yeah. the guy standing there with the AR. Right. Then that is allowed. Right. So, then there would be no reason for them to react. Exactly. Like that. Now, I can understand, you know, you come up there, get behind your car or whatever and go, okay, what is your intention, bro? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. you know, you're not just going to roll up on the guy. That's fine. Right. But right. but just the fact, if that's if that's lawful, then what exactly were they rolling up on him for like that? Right. If they're not breaking the law by having his AR, uh, you know, strung over. First off, you see the way he has it and it's, it's, uh, it's, strapped over it's not like he's going to grab it and do anything with it yeah see point. texas open carry on a rifle long on a long yeah. gun yeah so yeah. so that then that doesn't that makes no sense then you know other than if, if we don't know something else like somebody called and said whatever's happening which is probably not the case like oh they're they're shooting people or somebody's being held hostage or whatever they probably just didn't like the fact they weren't doing what uh what they wanted them to do. So I wanted to show this video again and let you see this, and then I'm going to read to you Patrick Henry again after you see this. Now look, they're walking. Look how. Get out there! Get out there! Get out there! She's awesome. She's an awesome shooter. Remember, this is California too. Yeah. Venice Beach, that's not the North California. No, that's so California. Yeah. Look at all the people. All right. Now they're getting excited. <laughs> Reopen the beaches! Don't do now, buddy. <laughs> I think I had saw some husband try to get his wife a weapon. And see, being California, the police already know they don't have any weapons. Right, right. <laughs> You've already taken your weapon. The breach has been opened. The beaches are open. The beaches are open. All right, now I'm going to pause this and I'm going to read to you. I'm going to read to you Patrick Henry. Are you ready? Here we go. They tell us, sir, that we are weak, unable to cope with so formidable, formidable of an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? 
Will it be next week or the next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and when a government guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we gather strength by irresolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemy shall have us bound hand and foot? Sir, we are not weak if we make proper use of those means which the God of nature hath placed in our power. The millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty and in such a country as that which we possess are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Hey, I, it's, it is interesting that when you see, I watch these guys, this guy says, I'm going. The lady looked like right here, she's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. And then Pops right back here looks like he wants to follow the first guy. He steps up. He's going. He's going. Boom. The girl's in the way. Then he had second thoughts. and I think like, he was nah. related to her because she turned around and said to him. You better not go said, out there. Don't you go out there. <laughs> Come on, man. Look at that. Tell you like the pastor said the other night. These cats need to grow a pair. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I, I just... I just wanted us to hear the words of Patrick Henry today. Um, I just wanted us to see and hear how the messages of history, the message of our past should, should be ringing in our ears today. Now, the good news is, is we don't have a king government on paper. But we are and can be united in the cause of liberty. And I think that's what we're seeing, JC. We're seeing the growing unity in liberty. We're seeing the growing and in, in igniting of that spirit. Uh, I was doing today at the Leadership Institute, the class on the Forgotten Founders today. And Abigail Adams said that liberty has been ignited and we watch as it spreads from soul to soul. That's what we're seeing. That's part of why I want to bring this to you so you guys can see this, so it can ignite that and we can spread this everywhere. Well, and you have to, obviously, the, you know, so many of these, you, see, you, see, you saw the flags mm -hmm. and the different things. So this, this is the Patriot crowd mm -hmm. uh, in Southern California. Yes. Um, some of the, and I've seen some of the others, it's, they just want to go surfing. They're, Tired of being locked down. They want the beaches back. So you now at least have an opportunity. You, you now have a bridge to begin reaching out to these people because, let's face it, they're not standing for the Constitution, many of them. They're standing for their beaches. They, they want their life back. But you hey, now, they have a you, li right to life. That's part of the liberty you, that's in there. But you now have an opportunity. Yes. You have a platform to take, to pull them further, to educate them, to enlighten them. Hey, remember, you wanted to do this. You wanted that. You wanted freedom to do this. This, that's liberty. That's what we're talking about. This yeah. is what the Constitution means. Yeah. And you, you, have, you, have, you have an open door now with these folks to begin having a deeper conversation that we've been trying to have. And that's what we have to do. And that's why we have the Teach Show. That's why we have Liberty University, Liberty First University. You have to convince and convert people. And how do you convince and convert? You meet them on their ground. You don't go and start teaching them the fundamental aspects of the fact that, uh, of the idea that, the, that America became a corporation in 1886. That's going to go over their head. They're not going to get it. Meet them at the basics. Right. This is liberty. What you're feeling is liberty. What you're longing for is liberty. That's what America was built upon. These are the principles that we were that America was built upon. That's why our Constitution is in place to protect that property that yep. you are longing for, that, that liberty and property that you need. And you really, you have to learn 
how to how to talk to people, how to right. reach people. You, you you don't you know. Blue you, North. You're not gonna, you're Blue not gonna, North was there. Yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> you know drop into a parachute into China mm -hmm. and then get mad that they don't speak English. Right. You know that they roll your roll their eyes at you or shake their head or walk away from you when you start speaking English. Right. They, exactly. They don't they don't speak that language. So if we they, have to learn how to communicate. Right. And you know you think of you look at Jesus in the scripture. So whether you whether you believe like we believe that he was God in the flesh uh, came to die for all man's sin and save you and reconcile you back to God. One thing that even uh, the secular world believes is that Jesus was one of the greatest teachers that ever walked the planet. And when you see how Jesus taught people, he met them where they were mm -hmm. and he used uh, he used vocabulary. He used pictures and 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 things that that they understood things in their world. Mm -hmm. um, if they were farmers then he talked about grapes and corn and pigs and, and whatever. So. You can't just say, ah, oh, these people are idiots. They're not doing it for the right reason. Well, and, and they don't Sean, even want to hear this. You you have to, you got to take, seize yes. the opportunity. Dr. Sean says they roll their eyes at the mention of the and Constitution. They do. They do. So don't mention the Constitution right, at first. Right. Meet them where they are. Say, you know, this thing, it's not right that the government should control this property. Don't they call this public property? Isn't this property paid for with your money? Right. Doesn't, don't they take your money out of your paycheck to pay for this property, that should mean that property belongs to you. It shouldn't belong to them. If it's public property, why do you have to get their permission to use something? You know, start these conversations. Like I said, don't jump into the incorporation doctrine. Don't <laughs> jump into this constitution and that constitution. Meet them where they are. Get that whatever that you've got to identify. Whatever, because liberty is inherent in the person. Look. Liberty is an inherent quality. Whether you believe in God or not, the, I, we are born with the spirit of liberty in us. Just ask any parent who has a two-year-old, and they'll tell you we are born with the spirit of liberty in us. And so what you have to do is you got to identify that kernel and then you've got to, you got to, you got to nurture it and you got to water it and you got to, you got to fertilize it. You got to bring it in to the people. I'm going to make JC sing that one, but, uh, <laughs> but you've got, but again, it's, it's about grace. It's about love. It's about meeting people where they are. Well, and Dr. Sean, bro. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even talking about the officers. We're talking about no, the, we're talking no, about the people. Yeah, no, no. You, yeah. This the officers, audience, That's a whole different. Yeah, that's level. a different story. Yeah, that's another challenge. Mm -hmm. That's a separate challenge. But we're talking about we're talking about the people, uh, right? The people level. So, uh, yeah. you know, we we have to meet them where they are, and you know. Here's a, let me let me help folks with something. Maybe this is <laughs> yeah, not the I know. people here. Hold on a second, JC Matthew. I know you want to use your two by four and hit him over the head with the constitutional two by four, and some of oh, us yeah. get frustrated like that too. JC probably no, I, reaches I, that no, before I, I, I do. Always, but, but that's what I always want to do. But <laughs> you gotta but the, gotta pull back. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, um, this 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 would help a lot of people that I end up running into in the liberty movement when we talk to these folks. The purpose of our conversation is not demonstrating how much we know <laughs> and that we know something that nobody else has figured out. It's and, and called that. That, meta messaging. That's not <laughs> the point. If that's your point, get your website, write a blog, do YouTube, point people to it and just show everybody how smart you are. But the point in talking to these people is to convert them to liberty, to, to begin to teach them about these principles so that we, we can save um, our republic for future generations. So yeah. that's one thing, man. People, people always want to talk about some esoteric, uh, you know, niche sort of thing. And we have to get where we, we can speak on their level right. and we 
hit them with the basics and you draw them. You talk about saving the republic for the liberty. future generations, JC. I'm just trying to f save it for the next eight months. Right. Because I'm worried that in eight months, when the flu season comes back, they're going to be back in our faces, uh, all recharged and supercharged and ready to pick up where they left off. We've got to reach people in the next four months and explain to them, you can't let this happen again. You can't let them shut down our businesses again over the flu. I mean, now you've got to save up all these articles that are coming forward and saying, uh, you know, this is not as lethal as they told us it was. All of these people coming, the whistleblowers coming out, talking to you about how Fauci's in the pharma's pockets and, and how this is, you know, this has been planned. We, everybody wants freedom. Everybody wants liberty, but we've got to get them to hang on to it. This is something that I wanted to show everybody, JC. This is part of the stuff that we need to keep in, in our intellectual coffers for when this happens again. So what you had was the Surgeon General of the United States. You had every, every county had their own doctor expert. And you have the NIH and the CDC. Well, I, I give the NIH, uh, the National Institute of Health and the CDC, a really tough time. But I'm beginning to realize that not every doctor in the CDC and not every research doctor in the National Institute of Health was on board with all of this garbage. So now here you have Shane Nielsen, who's not only a doctor, but he's a PhD candidate in English and Cultural Studies. An MD wasn't enough for him. He had to go back <laughs> and get a, he, he had go, to go Shane. get a P, PhD. But he makes this, and, and this is published. Yeah, overachiever. He's actually, this is published on the National Institute of Health.gov website. And he talks about how surgical masks are a risk to the general public. Surgical masks, everybody wearing surgical masks, he says, number one, surgical masks don't do what people think they do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we wear surgical masks so we don't spit in an open wound. Right. But he said in this, and, and this is what virologists have been saying. JC and I have been hearing this because I'm, you know, I have the biochemistry background, so I get deep into these little articles and stuff. And uh, they're saying, look, this, the virus is at the nanomicroscopic level. That surgical mask is not stopping that. Mm -hmm. And even more so, your homemade cop uh, mask, cotton mask, ain't stopping no virus. Because right. the fibers, if you look at the fibers, I, I, I challenge you, take your little cloth moss mask and put it under a microscope and look at it. Your mask is going to look like it's filled with holes the size of Grand Central Station under the microscope. That would be like just uh, seriously a walk in the park for a virus. Be like, ooh, look at all this open space. We mm -hmm. must be in the deserts of Arizona. It is not the eye of a needle. No, it is not. It is not anywhere near that. And that's what he explains in this. He says the greatest risk is the risk that it communicates psychologically to the people. Right. It psychologically puts you in fear. It psychologically is a, is a symbol of symptoms and risk. And it keeps the people in an ever state of fear uh, um, and keeps them making and causing behaviors that project risk in the future because not only do they not work, they give a false sense of security. Well, I so the mask makes you have fear, but it gives you a false sense of security, he says, so people start running around doing things that actually increases their risk to disease. I heard one... Uh, oh, well, don't <laughs> least grab it, I'll do it. Show. Um, I heard one doctor talking about the uh, keep, you know, keep put stress on people. So puts people in the stress mm -hmm. position, which then makes you more susceptible to illness. Right. And then another problem with some of the cloth made mask is it puts you in an in a, uh, oxygen deprived state as well, further stressing the body. Um, so lo lots, lots of re lots of. Uh, negatives about that. The other thing I see walking around, a bit, seems to me the biggest problem as I walk around, we just laugh at these people in the stores, is the fit of the mask. 
they're, they're not doing anything because they're yeah. not fitted. You remember when we were in the military, I mean, anybody's been in the military, you've been in boot camp and you, you know, you have to go through the gas chamber and all that. And they teach you about chemical, biological, nuclear, uh, radiation, all that good stuff. You know, your gas mask has to have a seal, a tight seal. If you for have it to be a effective. beard or a mustache, yeah. throw away the mask. That, that was it's one of the, not doing anything right, for you. Right, that's one of the reasons in the military you were supposed to be clean, clean shaven. shaven. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you have people, you see big old gaps or it's just kind of hanging on their face. I saw uh, a study where just, just the fact of it not being sealed. So let's just assume even the mask, you have a mask that was able to stop. Uh, those size particles. Just the fact of that kind of mask not being sealed, sealed. they said reduces its effectiveness by 60%. And then which, which you may as not, may you may as well, as not, well wear. not wear it. And, and that's what the doctor says. Not only does it not work, but it gives people a false sense of security. So they then, then they don't wash their hands as much as they do. They touch their face anyway. They do all of these behaviors that end up causing a greater risk than anything. Let me show you this Washington Post. Masks are here to stay and they're quickly becoming a way to express ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You want to see my response to that? I express myself by refusing to <laughs> wear a mask. Nice. Yeah, so that's, that's Chris Ann Hall. See, I'm not going to put on any symbol of submission or blind obedience. And for me, the facts, JC, the facts of the inefficacy and the danger of these masks are so overwhelming on, at this point. Wearing a mask is simply blind, ignorant obedience. It doesn't do anything at all. And I, I know that's going to make people mad. Well, I'm sick. I'm high risk. The mask ain't helping you, sister. If you're sick and high risk, you need to stay home because you're the one the doctor is talking about. Mm -hmm. If you're sick and you're high risk and you think that thing you have on your face is protecting you and other people around you, you're the one the doctor's talking about because you're reckless and irresponsible with a false sense of security that masks are not helping you. Period. Just put a jock strap on your face. <laughs> Express yourself. Express yourself. Oh, I saw the greatest. I, I don't have this on my on my Twitter account. I should have put it up there. But it's this guy. He walks into a into the grocery store and he has a mask here, mm -hmm. right? And <laughs> just here, the Lone Ranger. And mask. the and the in the in the clerk says, "What? What are you doing?" He said, "I'm wearing a mask." <laughs> she said. That's not a mask. He said, what did the Lone Ranger wear? What does Batman wear? And he said they, they sat and stared at each other for a second, and she said, a mask? There you go. He said, hi silver. Right. And <laughs> I'm it's, wearing and a mask. it's as effective it's, as the surgical mask you're wearing. It is this as is, effective. That's what you can do is wear the Lone Ranger or Batman or whatever. You can know this is equally effect. This is as equally effective as yours. Right. Right. It's doing the same thing. Yeah. As that one hanging off your chin. It's insane. It's <laughs> insane. And then you have all <laughs> be quiet. And then you have all of these people Yes, clean your job strap if you're gonna wear it on your face. <laughs> you have all these people in the local governments who cherry pick away the you know, the credible scientific evidence. Why? Not because they're interested in keeping you safe, but because they're interested in keeping their power. That's what Gavin Newsom's all about. That's all these governors that have declared themselves kings and queens. And and here's the other thing that I want you guys to realize. Just a little bonus for your educational dollar, the way my professor used to say. Um, you don't have to wear a mask in a store even if they tell you you can't come in without them. The Americans with, uh, with Disabilities Act the, are you listening now? The Americans with Disabilities Act exempts you from requiring to do anything that puts you at a health risk. Mm. 
So when you go to the store and they say you have to wear that mask, you say, I'm sorry, I have an underlying health condition that will not allow me to wear a mask. They cannot ask you for proof. Asking you for proof of your underlying health care uh, health condition is a violation of both HIPAA and the ADA. They cannot ask you. They have to let you in without a mask. Bam. Boom. Done. Mic drop. That's it. So the federal laws, okay, don't ask me if the ADA and the HIPAA laws are constitutional. You know they're not. That's why you ask me that question. But the point is that if they're going to be unconstitutional at us, why can't we use what they, uh, what, you know, what they've created against them? And that's even in a private business. Now, you know me, I'm all about, hey, private businesses, they've got the right to do what they want to do. The problem is, JC, Costco is not choosing to make you wear a mask because they want to. They're doing it because they're being told they're forced to. And that's just not right. Period. Yes, somebody was saying, why do people wear masks in their cars by themselves with the windows rolled up? Because you're just about as protected in your... You're probably more protected in your car with the windows rolled up than you are standing on the street corner wearing a mask. I don't... I mean, yeah. Right. If you follow, you follow reason and logic, but you look at what <laughs> what we've been told was the one place in uh, California, you could ride your bike on the trail, but you couldn't walk. Couldn't walk. Yeah. Because of COVID, so yeah. you're more at risk walking. Or no, you couldn't ride your bike, but you could walk. It was the other way around. I can't. Anyway, no, regardless, it was, it was just yeah. stupid. Regardless, it, it was just stupid. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Well, it's the it, same it, guy. It you can walk on the beach, but you can't sit down on the right. beach. You can't right. pa- You can't paddle out in the middle. Yeah. I, I wish I had loaded the video this weekend when we, so we headed to, uh, went to Clearwater Beach, as we said yesterday, and as we were going to the beach, and then, you know, the beach was, was, open or that area was open as long as you social distance right but the parking lots were closed so you couldn't get to it like they said you can go here along the bay but there was nowhere to park to actually to access it so instead and this is the the uh, causeway just to strip across the bay two lanes on each side and the you know the rails so people were park just parking on the side. So rather rather than just open the gates to where people were actually allowed to be, people were parking along the side, which was illegal on the road. And the cops and not, and not safe. The cops were there essentially in halfway in the lane, going from car to car, trying to tell people they can't park there. Well, <laughs> there was an easy solution: open the gates, since the people yep. were said that you you said they could go there so open the stinking gates so this is how idiotic of course we have one of the most idiotic governments in florida in hillsborough county um and that's the kind of stuff they were doing it was nuts completely nuts i mean and they were lying you're talking a 12 mile this is a 12 mile stretch uh across the bay there yeah and it was from one end to the other people parking on the side of the road it was packed that was sunday and there were Tons and tons and tons of people uh, there. Now I was so none of this is. I was all sense. prepped, JC, to talk about the Lincoln Project today, but we were out of time today. So I think that I want to talk about the Lincoln Project tomorrow. Are you familiar with the Lincoln Project, JC? Uh, no. Okay, so uh, study up on the Lincoln Project. I'm familiar with that guy, tomorrow. the guy named Lincoln that was president. Yeah. And yeah. the car. Yeah. So what's interesting about the Lincoln Project is they say that they are dedicated uh, to defeat those candidates who have abandoned their constitutional oath regardless of, of party. I find that ironic given the fact that they're named after the president who abandoned the Constitution. I, you know, I don't want to, like, chap anybody's hide, but... Uh, Lincoln and I, you know, we didn't have slumber parties together and probably never would have. But nonetheless, um, because of his arresting newspapers and shutting down newspapers yes, and all that. Absolutely. Kind of stuff. And, you know, and his his straight Crazy. up 
his straight up racist, biggest white supremacy ideology that he had. Ooh, oh, I just the first that. inaugural address. Yeah, nobody's and, read that. And and <laughs> not only his first inaugural address, all his campaign speeches with Douglas when he was running for Senate. So anyway, but we're gonna get into the. I, I want to do the Lincoln Project tomorrow. And I wanted to drop a little bit more wisdom into your minds just one more time. These stay-at-home orders, I know we've been talking about them, but they call them what, JC? Stay-at-home orders. Orders. Right? Because they are given by governors and mayors. The mayor, the governor, are members of the executive branch. They can't call them stay-at-home laws because they were not ratified by the legislative branch. They were never voted upon. They were never debated. They are not law. And for the executive branch to issue an order to be imposed upon the general population with penalty of of incarceration, removal of property, the seizing of money, is a per se unconstitutional violation of separation of powers. And that's something that we really, 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 really need to get in our brains, okay? When the executive branch takes over the authority of the legislative branch, James Madison said, when the legislative and the executive are combined in one person or one body of people, liberty cannot survive. I don't give a flying flip what your circuit court judge says. I don't care what, what a federal judge says. I don't care what your governor thinks. These are unconstitutional and they will never tell you here's the thing jc they will never tell you these orders comply with the constitution they won't do that they will tell you we have an exception that causes them to be enacted but they will never tell you they comply with the constitution and then and therefore we must understand that as unconstitutional fundamentally wrong violations of our constitutions and our liberties we have an obligation to engage in uh in a uh, uh, peaceful non-compliance I don't like that term, civil disobedience. I'm not being dis-anything. There's no dis going on here. The dis is going on by the government dissing the Constitution and the rights of the people. I'm not dissing. I'm engaging in peaceful non-compliance with an unconstitutional, disrespectful law according to the rights and liberties of the people. Awesome. There you go. Some people said they were wondering about Lincoln. We're going to ask and have folks researching. So a really uh, good resource for that, I think you'd agree with this, Yes, is a book by Thomas DeLorenzo called The Real Lincoln, A New Look at Abraham Lincoln, His Agenda and an Unnecessary War. The Real Lincoln by Thomas DeLorenzo. That's a good uh, resource. Yes. To now remember when you're find some things that you're not taught in school. Exactly. Find some things you're not taught in school. Now remember, whenever you're reading a history book that's not an original source text, you've got to eat the meat and throw out the bones. So when you come across the author or the editor's opinion, throw them out. Stick with the facts. And I am confident that the facts are enough to create a really uh, indelible impression. A fuller picture. A fuller picture, an indelible impression about who Lincoln really, really was. He's not who your grade school textbook teaches you he was. No. no. All right, guys. Looks. Look at that. We're 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 right on time here, JC. It's time to say goodbye. Tell everybody thank you for coming to see us. Make sure you go to libertyfirstuniversity.com. Sign up. We've gotten so many. We've so many new students, JC. Uh, hopefully, we'll get back in the studio really quick. We'll start doing some more classes. And uh, you know, I mean, right now, if you sign up and you and you take the classes the way you're supposed to take the classes, you've got at least eight months. At least eight months of classes that that you can do. 
Uh, don't forget, you can also support us by uh, texting IMPACT2020 to 33777. Text IMPACT2020 to 33777. And then follow the instructions when you are prompted. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, come with your Lincoln questions tomorrow, I guess. And we're going to talk about the Lincoln Project and how uh, it's not what you think, what, what they want you to think it is either. Don't forget to check out the shirts. Don't forget GodGunsLiberty.com and get those awesome, super awesome t-shirts you can't get anywhere else. God bless, guys. See you tomorrow. <laughs>